Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we are discussing relationship secrets, the purge, and whatever else we may have time to get into. But before I get started with all of that, let me explain to you how this show works for those who may be new to it. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. 
And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 622 is coming right up right right after a word from right after some words from um, some friends of the show. Attention homeowners, wholesalers, and investors. Have a home with little, no, or negative equity? Don't despair. There are options for these and other so-called bad homes. We work with you to find lease or rent-to-own tenants. And if you want a home but traditional methods aren't working, we can help you too. Contact us. 100kinvesting.99on.com or 208-649-4803. Visit the website divine2project.com. The cold hard truth is you can never be overprepared. Right now at divine2project.com, you will find the tools needed to keep yourself, your home, and your loved ones safe. From security systems to self-defense products, Divine2Protect.com has everything you need. All of our products are effective, affordable, and could have life-changing effects. Protection is the key to your safety. Divine2Protect.com. That's Divine, the number two, Protect.com. Go visit now. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. Hi, this is Aaron Anderson of the Marriage and Family Clinic at RelationshipRx.net. And you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show, No Experts, Just Opinions. Three four seven zero two zero two one five is the number. If you want to chime in or have a listen, you can also go to Twitter, follow the tweet chat. Hashtag T. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Thank And you can participate in the chat that way. To the phone lines, I go. Go see the doctor. I'm going to go see the man that plays the doctor on the radio, representing the Far Hill state of North Carolina. They bring on Dr. Bobby Willis. Dr. Willis, what's happening? What's going on, Q? Not too much. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing well. I'm breathing. All right. That's what's up. Glad to have you on. To the Motor City of Detroit, I go. To bring on the author, the hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what it do? Hey, Q. How are you? I am outstanding. And how are you doing? Fabulous. Good. Good. Always glad to have you on. Mm. And to the 850 area code, I go. To the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, Buck. What's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing what? Oh, man. Like, Crystal, I think, you know how Buck is always getting on to you about his 
his his intro that was kind of lackluster. I, I, think I we know need to try that, that was so lame. Oh my god, I almost the area code, the Emerald Coast line of Pensacola, Florida, to welcome on the man in black making his way to the ring. What up, Buck? <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> you did that on purpose. Yeah, I was, I was trying. I was baiting your ass good tonight. I said I got to do something. Do something way different. I didn't tonight. know. What, I was like, man, he sounded like somebody stole his dog. He like, what up? What up? I know, guys. <laughs> hey, I got to smile at you. That's all that matters. That was such an impotent greeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. That's classic. Well played. Get right <laughs> to it. You know, there's certain um, things in a relationship that sometimes you may feel like you're better not knowing, better off not knowing. And there's some other things that you may want to know about your significant other or that you may want to share with them uh, just so you can say that you feel 100% comfortable with that person. So I had like 10 questions this evening to discuss some things that, you know, just to get your opinion, would you or would you share that with your new boo or, you know, a long time partner or something of that nature? So we'll just start off with something simple. And Crystal, I will start with you. Crystal, you're at the grocery store. You're with your new guy, you know, guy, maybe you've been kicking it. Well, not kicking it with you're You're actually a couple. Okay. So you've been together for a while long enough to be a couple. And one of your exes, you know, just walks around the corner in the aisle of the grocery store. You bump into each other. You know, you're checking him out. You know, you think he still looks good. He still thinks you look good. But you introduce him to your new guy. Um, after the introduction and the dude walks off, at any point do you ever let your new guy know that that's your ex-lover? Or do you keep it in the wraps and just say that's just a friend and never never spill the beans? Well, <laughs> first of all, I'm not really good at lying, even if I'm not speaking. So it would probably be pretty obvious. And if he's my guy, he's made it cross, you know, the burning fires of the world to become my man, then he probably <laughs> knows me by now. So it would probably, I couldn't probably, I couldn't, you know, hide it. He would probably say, who the fuck is that nigga? You know, <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? You know, you kind of a thing. So, right. Oh, you know, he probably wouldn't know who the fuck it is, you know, just by deductive reasoning <laughs> of how mm-hmm. I reacted or whatever. So, yeah, I would tell him. Yeah. I mean, if he asked, you know, I would definitely, you know, tell him the truth. That was you know, a couple of niggas ago, that was, you know, that was you, a couple of niggas ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I, you know I'm, I'm really, I, my whole thing is even don't though ask dude, me a question if you don't want the even answer. Even though dude so may look matter. good, you know, he may even look better than the dude you're with. You're still going to reveal it, huh? kind of guys I date, they really don't compare themselves that way. It's more like we all look good. We know that. So we can move on from that. So. Okay. He's probably just, he may be doing a, a dick comparison thing, but, or whatever. But, you know, no, I mean, no, he, of course he looks good. He's my ex. He looks good. Which is why he's probably my ex. Because of all the bullshit that goes along with that. So, yeah. And, Dr. Willis, how do you feel about it, man? You run into one of your bad exes and you whip the new girl 
do you even say anything if she, you know, suggests or do you take that to the grave, just not bring it up, just say, hey, this is a friend of mine, former coworker, whatever? Well, um, I've been fortunate enough to um to to actually <laughs> do better as I move along. So uh usually, you know, my the girlfriends I'm with at the time don't have you know, they don't have anything to worry about with an ex. But if I'm checking her out, um, based on how you just presented the question in the beginning, if I'm checking her out like that and I know there's no chance of us, you know, hanging out or probably meeting up again and stuff like that, I'm keeping that shit to myself because chances are she probably saw me checking her out. So I ain't, I ain't finna open that can of worms. But if I might see her again or if we're trying, if I'm trying to, like, you know saying, uh, you know, have some sort of relationship with her, whether it's a friendship or whatever, then yeah, you you want you might want to disclose that to your woman because eventually, you know, what's, what's done in the dark it'll come to light anyway. So she'll find out eventually that that was a, a fling of yours, and then she's gonna start questioning why all of a sudden you know you want to be friends and things like that. So I think it's it's best to put that on the table if you if you see yourself you know hanging around this person uh, any more than just a casual bump in. Okay, and Buck, how do you feel, man? I don't see a need to hide it. I mean, if this was, you know, somebody I used to date, I'm going, you know, going far. You know, we talking and something to come down the aisle. I'm introducing because I don't want, I don't want any drama. You know, keep it, you know, keep it up front, keep it 100. That way you don't have, you know, that way, you know, there won't be any questions. But I, you know, I feel pretty confident with the lady that I'm with. That you know, I have nothing. I don't have you know. I don't have to hide anything. So, and you know, I know. I think I can't remember who said it, but um, typically, the woman I'm with is gonna be better than the one I one I dropped anyway. You know, so I'm not I'm not too concerned. She can you know the ex can look as good as she want to look, but that don't mean anything to me. I'm not with the ex. I'm with the one that I'm with now. So, you know. I don't see nothing. There's no reason to hide it. You say, you know, there was somebody used to date, and be, you know, be done with it. You know, introduce them, get it out of the way, so that way, you know, it kills any kind of drama, right up front. Okay. And yeah, um, I've never had that situation occur, but I know it's going to happen at some point because uh, my city's just not big enough. But. Uh, I think for me, I would probably say it's a friend or a former coworker, you know, in that person's presence. I mean, I would never say why that person's there. Oh, we used to date. But once that person leaves, depending on the vibe I get from her, like if she's checking her out, like, oh, she thinks she's cute or something like that, then I probably won't go there right then. <laughs> but uh, I think ultimately you come out better if you get it off your chest and let them know. Especially if you got any pictures lying around on your phone and your laptop, fellas. Um, so, which you probably want to delete at that point. But uh, I think you'll come out better just letting them know. But I can understand some people saying that, hey, if it's, you know, it's need to know basis and if it never has to come up, then why bring it up? My man Curtis in Jackson, Mississippi said there's no need. Lady E chimed in from Toronto. Good to hear from her, a Toronto area. And she says, you mean like before they were together? Nope. That's her chiming in from Twitter. My man King Merriweather's chiming in from Dallas on Twitter. He said, nah. 
So most people just leave it alone, and it's one of those need-to-know things. Don't bring it up if you don't have to. And uh, what happens, Crystal, what happens if the situation happens and um, he finds out anyway later on that, I mean, well, maybe not him. What if it's you? What if he introduced you to someone, you don't know that's an ex, and then later on you find out maybe through a Facebook post or something old that uh, that was his ex he introduced you to? How would you feel? Would you care? Um, how, how would you take that? Well, you know, it, what's, what's hilarious is that you guys actually think that we don't know. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. Um, I mean, because, you know, you want confirmation. If no, 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 no. Let me tell you something about women. <laughs> okay. Even <laughs> though, we're, okay, your scenario, you meet in a, in a you know, neutral place or whatever. Hello, how are you? How things? Who was that? Oh, that was a friend of mine. This woman has already looked at you in such a way. And you look at her in such a way that even though nothing was a split-second situation, she knew and you knew and you knew that she knew that I knew. You know what I'm saying? We know what the fuck is going on here. Now, we may let that shit ride for a minute where you're talking about, oh, that's just my friend. Oh, yeah, we used to work together and such and such. And you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. No, that's nice. I like her dress. Mm Mm-hmm, that's very nice. And then, see, we're thinking about this shit, though. Like, so really, who was she? Did you know her? You know? And then you're going to go, see, we want that lie to continue so you can keep talking and keep lying. And say, we'll use this later, you know? And so when it comes out, and you know what you're talking about now, when it comes out later, it's like, I knew that bitch was the fucking you were fucking before. I knew that shit. You know, I mean, it's like, damn, how stupid do you think I am? That's how women do. We don't have, you don't have to tell a shit because we've looked at the previous woman and the, pre, and the current woman has already looked at the previous woman and we know what's going on. So, because that's okay. how petty sometimes women are. As far as caring, you know, it depends on how, you know, you are solid and feeling in your man. I mean, he is a man after all, so hello. But as much as you feel. So as much as you can feel secure in that situation, you know, um, you can feel secure in yourself, but you don't know what he's going to do. I mean, Bobby's already, you know, made out that little scenario. Like, well, if I want to get with her, I don't know what I'd say. Kind of bullshit, you know. I mean, what is that? So we all know that shit. So you can you feel as secure as you can. And the part, you know, there's not really much you can do about that. All you can do is be secure within yourself as a woman and it's his woman, and then you can just move on from there. There's no sense in making a big drama case about it, but you always remember. You remember, A, what time did we see her? Where was she at? Ooh, what a coincidence that she happened to be at the store at the same time we were at the store. You know, oh, all that kind of stuff. You just locked that conspiracy away. Conspiracy theory. You didn't turn this That's into the right. X-Files. <laughs> Area 51 and the X-Files. Yeah, you misinterpreted me. I mean, what, I, what I was saying is that if if there's a situation where you're trying to be friends and stuff, then you better let your woman know. Hey, I dated this woman, but if you ain't trying to, if you if that was a if that really was a no shit, I we bumped into her in the store, and it probably likely won't happen again. Then I mean, ain't no need to freaking causing any havoc, or you know, in your relationship. But I mean, oh, yeah. shit. you want to be just friends with your ex? Oh yeah. Why do you want to be just friends with your ex? 
I mean, for any reason. I'm not saying you're going to do it, but no. Oh, my God. So hilarious. It's almost like, introduce as a Facebook friend then, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) That don't matter either. Facebook friends, you can call them motherfuckers on the phone and be showed up in their goddamn city. Hey, what's up? I'm in town. You know, hello. They really did. That don't mean Okay. So, um... Let's see. Lady Love Bites chimed in um, on Twitter from Toronto, and she says, "I have um, I have prior to, to the introduction if I'm able to. If not, I let them know after." So she says she's done it before. Bef- let the person know before the introduction. Hey, this is my ex, or whatever. And if that doesn't happen, then she lets them know after the fact. So she doesn't do it. Doesn't do it. Do it during. It's either before or after. So. That's what Lady Love Bites does. And, um, okay. So, move on to the next scenario. And it's already been a lot of responses on Facebook and Twitter to this one. Buck, I'm going to start with you first. Should a man know if a woman has had an abortion before or not? You're dating someone, you know... I've been dating for a little bit. You're getting serious. Is that something you need to know as a man if she's had an abortion before? Man, that's that. That really doesn't make a difference. At least it doesn't to me. Um, simply because I mean, there. If that's something that the the other person feels that that's you know important, then you know she'll divulge that information. I don't think you know. I don't think you need to ask a probing question like, hey, you know, I mean, to me, that sounds kind of bizarre. I mean, you date, you know, you're out on your second or third or fourth date, and it's like, no, can I ask you a personal question? Have you had any abortions? I mean, it's, it sounds <laughs> fucked up. You know, so why in the world would you even, you know, ask them kind of questions? I mean, she would reveal it to you. It's not necessarily anything you would ask, I don't guess. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't ask that, but now if she divulges that information, Okay, I mean, she. When it comes to abortion, and, and you know, I think women should women have a choice to do, to do what they need to do for their bodies. Okay, I don't think the government should have any rights or say so on how women does what she wants to do with her body. So for me, you know, that's not a deal breaker. So I mean, she, you know, she had her reasons at the time for doing what she needed to do. You know, and if, you know, we serious, then that's good. As long as you know we have a kid, I don't want your boy in mine because I want mine. So, you know, unless it's, you know, unless it's a medical reason why she needs to do that. So, you know, my thing is, is that she can do what, she, you know, she can do what she needs to do with her body. And I don't, you know, that's not a deal breaker for me. Crystal, how do you feel? Do you feel like it's necessary to ever, ever be necessary to bring up? Or is it just one of them things that happened before him and none of his business? Well, first of all, ain't none of his damn business what the hell I did. But secondly... Something to me that issue is important to me, um, you know. Uh, so therefore, because I'm of course definitely pro-choice. So if I was with a guy, you know, we're starting out and we're talking, getting to know each other, and I find out by conversation that he is, you know, pro-life, then we got a problem. <laughs> so in those situations, just in the general context, yeah, we need to have a conversation about that. Um, and those types of issues. But as far as personally, I wouldn't divulge that information unless we were truly becoming serious 
where we were, you know, thinking about actually being together on a real level, then, yeah, I would want to discuss, you know, my life, just like he would discuss his life, I hope, you know. So, you know, maybe if it came up, I would definitely tell him. And maybe in a com- just a general conversation about my life, I would tell him, um, you know, things that have happened. So, and we would discuss it. But before that conversation, you know, just in general, first, second, third date, whatever, I wouldn't probably have that conversation about general politics and women's issues because that's who I am. That's important to me. So I could not date a man who was pro-life, period. And that's, you know, that's something he didn't believe in. It was very religious or whatever the situation. No, no, no. That's not happening. Okay. Okay. Let me go to the phones and bring in a caller from the 510 area code, I believe, out there in the Golden State of California. And welcome on Other Q, my cousin. What's happening, man? Hey, Cousin Q. How you doing? How's it going out there on the West Coast? Life is great. I need rain, though. All this heat. That's ridiculous. Okay. Maybe you'll get it, man. Maybe you'll get it. We're getting plenty of it. We can loan some of it out. Please, man. <laughs> I'll trade you for sunshine. <laughs> so I ask you, you know, you're a guy in a relationship with a woman, and would you want to know, or does she... Is she expected to let you know that maybe she's had an abortion before, or is it none of your business? I, I, this is going to sound harsh, but it's because I hang around a lot of non-black males who ask these type of things on the regular. So outside of the black community, this is a regular, normal conversation. Men intrusively ask women over time. Black men, for some reason, most American dudes, they put women first. So they kind of never ask some of these things. I personally feel or cultural upbringing. I can barely hear you. I think, I think if it's part of your cultural or spiritual upbringing as a male, then you come forward and that's what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Don't hide it. Um, you know, I hang around Egyptians and Jewish dudes, and these dudes are and, and Asian dudes, and these dudes are very forthright. They they act they women straight out the gate. Hey, if you did this, or you, because it's part of their makeup. Black American males they kind of accept anything. So, no. Okay. And uh, Doctor Willis, have I gotten your opinion? Uh, no, not yet, but um. I think uh I think culturally uh what Q just said is correct. Uh a lot of men from other culture, you know, they don't they don't put women and children first the way we do over here and you wouldn't even think we would if you asked our black women. <laughs> but um <laughs> here, you know, we do kinda um put our you know, try to think about our women in, in certain uh situations and, and uh, I'm I'm no different than the African American male on that end. I don't think it's my business. If she wanted to disclose that to me, that is purely her choice. Uh, and that's only because it's a respect thing. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those situations. The average woman that goes through that is not doing it because she wants to. She's doing it uh, because she's she's forced to in one way or the other, you know, whether it's by, you know, uh, her health or by some guy that, you know, is, is pressuring her to do it or, you know, because she just simply can't afford, afford the child. So, 
it's a very personal and deep experience for the woman who had to go through that. So for me to demand her to disclose that information, you know, um, you know, we're not in that culture and in, in foreign culture. So that is not how, we, how it's done here. And so from a cultural perspective, yeah, I, you know, I, I stick by that, that, you know, that's not, it's not our business. We don't ask that if they want to disclose that, that's fine. But um, I do, I do have some friends from other cultures also, and they, they really don't put women and children first. It's the man is first and foremost, and then everybody else come after. So I understand what Q was saying on that end. But uh, as far as my concern, I, I don't think it's our business. I think that if they want to disclose that, it's fine. If they don't disclose it, it's also fine. Okay. And let's see. On Facebook, Anusha in Richmond, Virginia says, no, not every man needs to know. Uh, Nicole in Houston says, I know a girl that had her uterus torn because of one and was told she couldn't bear children. Important for a man to know if he's trying to build a family with her. And that's a good point. So I guess if you suffered complications from it, you probably should, you should definitely tell someone. Uh, King Merriweather in Dallas on Twitter says, share what is necessary when you are comfortable. And Lady E on Twitter in Toronto said, no. But if it came up organically in conversation, I wouldn't lie either. Um, I don't know how that comes up organically in conversation. You know, wonderful weather we're having. Think about having any abortions anytime soon. I, I don't know, but I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying. So, all right. So, Crystal, back to you. Should someone you're dating ever reveal? That they've dated the same sex before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, if I haven't already guessed. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it, I guess it depends on how long he wants to date me uh, before it's over, because as soon as he says that, it's over. It's a deal breaker. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> immediately. You know, hello, how are you? My name is Bob. I'm gay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thank you. You know, have a nice night. <laughs> I mean, yes, he should divulge that, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, and King Merriweather. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> King Merriweather out in Dallas said, most women I've talked to have. I stopped asking. <laughs> Uh, my man old school in Nashville chimed in and he said, yes, that you should reveal that you've dated the same sex before. And, but what do you think, man? Should you reveal that you've dated the same sex? You know, you're dating a yeah. woman. Do you want to know if she's dated other women before? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, in today's, in today's age, that's something you really need to know. Um, simply because, I mean, you just don't know what you're getting into. Um, and I mean, Things are a whole lot different Than what they used to be So you know if you're playing it safe And you know if you care about your body That's something that you want to know Because I mean there's a lot of stuff that's out there And you don't necessarily want to catch everything That's out there So I think that's something you need to know Now if you want to get your freak on or something like that Then you know there's some people out there That you know That you know that doesn't bother them And that's fine So you mean that's something you know If it's you know if you want to Come at him that way, and she tell you, "Yep, you know, you in, you down for a threesome or some shit like that." 
you know, that's information that you need to know too. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not promoting that or anything, you know, like Eminem would. But, you know, the thing is is that's just something that you <laughs> you really do need to know. I mean, you know, you just don't want to, you know, get involved with something. If that's not your bag, then, you know, you definitely want to know that up front. Okay. And so let me move it along a little bit. And uh, Arcadia Dario from Ridgeland, Mississippi, a resident esthetician, chimed in and she said, yep, you definitely want to know. Um, but let me ask you this, and Dr. Willis, I'll start with you and I'll go to the other queue. Should you know a person's credit score before marrying them? Yes, I think that um, if you're that if you're at that level where you're talking about marriage, you probably should know most of the um, you know a lot of the the, the deep things about the other person anyway. But um, I, I personally believe that you know you should you should both have an understanding of each other's financial situation before you tie the knot because once you tie the knot. Uh, that that can become you know e- you know each other's burden. So instead of going into it you know not knowing and getting blindsided, you should know that. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to know. I mean, of course, you may not want to disclose that when you're just dating or something. But like I said, if you're at the point where you're talking about marriage, I think you should sit down um, and, and, and come up with ways to get debt free even before you even decide to get married. A lot of folks, when they get engaged, they they get engaged for years down the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're going to get married next year, and then next year turns to next year, and next year turns. During that time frame, spend the time, you know, getting helping each other get debt-free. So even if it don't work and marriage don't work out, you still leave away from the relationship better than when you came in. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, uh, these, this day and time, most uh, couples, they're both working. So, you know, one can, you know, just pay the bare minimum on some bills and both of y'all can just put lump sums toward each other's, you know, debt and take turns each month and flipping it and pretty soon you both will be out of debt. So even if it don't work out, it's not like you one is getting screwed and the other one didn't. Both of you is are out of debt now and that's the best way to go into a marriage. So I think you should sit down and disclose that information and look it over. And and on both ends, not just one, but both both partners. Okay. Other kid, what do you think? My five older sisters taught me early not to be taken advantage of by females or anybody. So they taught me all the games and tricks that females play on men. And they said, you see how we tell these boys what we want, when we want, and what they got to do to get close? That's what you do to these girls. And that's what I do. I ask questions. And I'm not afraid to walk away from a woman you think is drop-dead gorgeous fine. Because sometimes these poison pills out there, these people got serious issues going on. And you'll mess around and your house be sold off and you're wondering how it happened. <laughs> so you got I, – I give you a quick one. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, the basketball player, he ended up marrying a girl, but – uh, the black girl he's married to, when they was dating, she never told him she was wanted by the FBI for forgery. Right. And he found out after the fact. But guess what? He had his he had his cape on tight, and he wanted to go ahead and go through with it. So rock on, Dirk. <laughs> he had his cape on tight. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember there was a lot of drama between him and Miss Miss Olson. Her name is Jessica Olson. And um her her name came up quite a bit. I think like you said, I think before they got married actually, wasn't it? On the FBI wanted list, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dang. But so. like I said, dun, 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 he flew through the air and paid that bill for her, got her a great lawyer, made sure she got out of her trouble and to reward her for all her secret activities that he she never told him. He made sure that she could have access to half of his millions. Do it, girl. <laughs> now they got a son named Max. All right. Oh, um, let's see. Someone chimed in on Twitter. Brotherhood Lessons chimed in. Said, let's see. Cousin Q says, didn't people just say it's her body if she don't want to tell? Boom, we flip-flop on our standards, it seems. So he's saying that uh, you're you're kind of changing your position a little bit with this particular topic, Cousin Q. But I mean, I I don't know how oh, no, easy no, it is no. to rebut someone no, on, you on Twitter. But you are misunderstood. That was my Twitter. That was me saying that. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, got <laughs> it. All right, I'm slow, cousin. I'm slow. I be riding the donkey. You know, donkey move kind of slow. Not like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, back to Crystal. Next scenario. Should you ever tell your significant other that one of their relatives or friends propositioned you for sex? You know, so maybe you're at a party, a little family get together. Someone, you know, gets a little tipsy, maybe or maybe not, but they come on to you. Do you feel the need to reveal it if nothing ever happens? Um, yeah, I would. And the reason being, uh, even though I'm not wanted for the FBI being a black woman, but I would because a lot of times what men do, and they get together and they test women. So um, this drunken guy, maybe just a guy who thinks you're hot and he's drunk and he's doing whatever and he's saying whatever, but then again, it could be an actual test. Um, to see whether or not you are really down for his boy or his cousin or his brother or whatever. And he may not even let his brother or whatever know that this is what he's doing, but he could be doing this, you know, and then he'll go back and say, oh, see, she didn't even turn me down. She didn't even, you know, she acted like she was with it, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I would tell him um, mainly for that reason. Uh, generally, a lot of women may want to look o- look it over, look over it because they think, well, guys are stupid, and that's what they do. They try to get all women, and it doesn't matter, kind of a thing. And then you have the whole idea, not just with the testing to see if you're down for him, but also for him, you know, to break up your relationship because you know that whole bromance thing. They don't want you taking his boy, your boy, out of the you know, whole man cave thing. So, so basically, yeah, I would definitely tell him. So, so he would know at least that it didn't work. Okay. And Dr. Willis, how do you feel about that? If one of your girl's friends or cousins or sisters or someone comes on to you, do you reveal to her that it happened or do you just keep it under wraps if nothing pops off? 
Well, I know me personally, I would want to know, and um, because if if you don't tell me, first of all, that's it's like keeping secrets, but two, it's like um, if you don't say nothing and that person gets away with it, then they're gonna think it's cool. They think you're condoning that, so they're gonna keep trying, and so then it's gonna become uncomfortable to the point where when you finally do decide to tell. Then the, your your significant other is gonna be like, well, why didn't you tell me all this before? And it's just gonna create another you know set of uh, uh, mess to deal with. So me personally, I would I would say something if 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 my old lady's girls you know start hitting on me or coming on to me, I would let her know, hey, you need to watch your friend right there, you know, and and just leave it at that. But you know, that's just me. Okay, that's understandable. Other Q, what about you, man? You say anything or not? Are the keys still there? It ain't no fun unless the homies can have none. Uh, I tell you what, (laughs) you know, I'm a Californian man. And to be honest, this is how I was raised since I was 17. That's not your wife. Uh, Everybody's up for grabs. And even if I like you a lot, and I've had it happen twice, I congratulate my homeboys for showing me who this female really is. Oh, thank you very much. Because my thing is like this, like, I'm a romantic dude. If I treat you well and you don't respect that, sideways, stage left. And that's just how I look at it. I mean, because you got to, you know, women, people, we're, we're dealing with human beings. And some of, some human beings are very opportunistic. And they just put on a five-year front. And like out here in Cali, man, they, they put on a five-year front real tight. Till they get that combination. Okay. All right. Well, let me move on to the next one. And this is definitely, this is, can, can be a serious one, uh, depends on how you look at it. Buck, should you disclose your sexual history mm-hmm. even if your mate insists on you sharing? I mean, should you ever discuss an ex or or anything, they just whatever questions they may have. Do you disclose it, or do you just keep telling them no? To me, if an ex asks, you know, that kind of question, I mean, that to me, that's kind of weird. Because <laughs> why would you want to know what you did with somebody else anyway? Everybody's different, so that's really not that's really not an avenue that I really want to go down. I mean, you want to if you want to, you know, talk about the past or something like that. You can do it on a, you know, on a broad scope, to where you know you don't name any names. You want to talk about it like that. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But actually, you know, putting a, you know, putting a name to it or something like that. That's just not something that I want to get get into because really, you know, you don't want to get into the comparison thing because every every person is different, and you don't want to be trying to, you know, you you can't. Make this one do the same thing that one did because it's gonna be you know then you you know you're going down a wrong road if you ask me so really and truthfully no I don't want to get in no kind of conversation if you want to talk about something happening in the past that's fine just don't you know don't don't put names to it hey this ex did this this ex did that you know you know that's something you know you want to talk about sex that's fine but you know you talk about what you know what pleases you that's cool too but I don't want to you know I don't want to hear nothing about or tell you anything that I, you know, did with, with someone, a female, because that, you know, 
I don't think that's a real good deal, you know. Okay. And other cue back to you for a second. Um, same um, question. Do you do you disclose your sexual history, even if your mate insists on asking? Um, now on Facebook, Ty Knighton chimed in from Cali, and she said no. But what if it involves rape or molestation? Well, you know, I'm, I'm doing this video thing where it's uh, how to romance black women, and I can write, I can do a whole chapter on this question, but I'll just keep it short. Um, women love a challenge; men love mystery. The opposite is true. Uh, men hate a challenge; women hate a mystery. Women have this thing where they they kind of get more turned on with uh, the ability to say, for that dude to say, she's the one. She made me put in my player card and blah, 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 blah. Men, for some reason, uh, most 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 men tend to be insecure. I don't know why, but most dudes, they, they end up getting intimidated. Uh, you know, it's kind of like that whole thing where they want a porn star, but they get one, then they want to call her all out her name and that type of crazy nonsense. And lastly, going back to the credit thing, marriage is an investment, and you you really have to know who you're getting involved with. And if if you go past this girlfriend boyfriend thing, you need to know credit scores because I don't want to mess up mine. Okay. <laughs> and Crystal, I'll I'll let you respond to the. The um, the question about the sexual history, um, I guess, do you reveal it just from a, maybe they're just curious about what you've done before, but also I wanted to throw in if, you know, maybe you have a history of molestation or something like that, is that something that you disclose to your significant other or maybe before marriage or after your marriage or, or do you just not ever bring it up between you and maybe a therapist or something? Well, okay. Um, first of all, I don't, I'm not understanding how credit scores are sexy. I wouldn't think of that as a conversation I would have when I'm talking about sex. But um, if a guy asked me about my sexual history, first of all, never ask me anything you don't want an answer to because that's just who I am. I will give you, well, I'll answer whatever questions you throw at me. And and see, when you talk about rape and molestation, that's not really a sexual category, per se. Okay. Um, Good point. It's, it's more of an emotional category, and it, it delves into an other conversation. Uh, so, but for the sex part of your question, yeah, I mean, you know, if he wants to know. I mean, I don't think we have to name names, as is, is, um, right. Buck was saying. I don't think that's really necessary. First of all, he wouldn't even know who they are anyway, but... Um, I would just answer the questions that he posed. I mean, I think those are, actually having those kind of conversations is very important in a relationship. This uh-huh. is what happens when you get end up getting married to somebody and then all of a sudden they want to threesome and, or they want to get into something so freaky that you're not into or whatever and vice versa, and you don't know that. How do you not know that about the person you're supposed to be spending the rest of your life with? Uh, right. So you should be having these conversations, and they should be blunt, and they should be, especially if there are deal breakers, emotional, sexual deal breakers for yourself, um, you should 
have these conversations. So, and you should be honest. You know, if, you know, someone says, you know, hey, would you ever get into having a threesome? You say, no, I think that's disgusting. I won't do that ever. And then he should take that information and go, okay, well, nice knowing you. <laughs> you know, because it's not going to work. So, yeah, I think you should have those conversations and you should be very honest. So I'm, I'm very okay. big on honesty when it comes to that or everything, really. Okay. All right. Well, my next question, and I'll stick with Crystal. Should you tell your mate spouse that you desire a threesome or an open relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Since you, you know, just stole all the thunder. (laughs) Anything else to to add? Oh, yes. Yes, you should. Or you did up. If they ask me if I wanted one, are you asking me if I want a threesome? What? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, should you tell your mate that you desire a threesome or an open relationship, or is that something you just have to? Speak? No, no, you have to tell them if you really want an open relationship. Those are very big deals, and and adding other people into your relationship will not make it better unless the both of you are really into that. It will only make it worse if you're not, if one is not, or whatever. So yeah, you should have these conversations. Like, okay. The Boston single girl's down with it, her and her guy swing, so she's into that. Dr. Willis, should you tell your mate or your spouse that you desire a threesome or an open relationship? Oh, yeah, if that's, if that's what you want to do, you definitely need to tell them because uh, what's going to happen is if you don't talk about it, those urges are going to overcome you and you're going to start cheating. And so, um, Or you may um, – bring it up on that person at a you know, time that, that they may not be ready for that. And then now they're going to be thinking that, okay, that's what you want and they can't provide. And, and now they're going to become, you know, um, sort of looking for kind of like insecure. So uh, it's, it's best to get that out in the open, you know what I'm saying, right away. And if it's something that's going to be a deal breaker for the other person or if it's something that they're going to be insecure about, then y'all can fix that or you can go your separate ways right at the beginning and not well into the um, marriage or relationship or whatever it is. So I think yeah, I think you definitely should um, dispose that if that's what you want to do. Okay. And, Buck, should you tell your mate or your spouse that you've cheated even though the affair is over and you had gotten away with it? Well, I mean, any time that you cheat, I mean, you need to, you know, that that stuff needs to be divulged too. I mean, you got to be upfront about everything when you're going into relationships in today's time, simply because, I mean, you don't want to leave any stones unturned. Um, a lot of people out there, you know, they be trying to sweep the stuff under the rug and all this kind of crap, and then next thing you know, you know, it pops up, and then it causes conflict in your in your relationship. So you really need to be upfront about anything that, you know, happened, you know, explain, you know, what happened and whatnot, and then just move forward from there. You know, if if that question is asked, you know, even if it's not asked, you know, you need to be upfront. You know, too many times in, in today's relationships, people hide one thing or another from a you know, in a relationship and next thing you know, there's drama. You know, and that's why I say you got to communicate in your relationship. Communication is key. You know, you got to keep things up front. You know, even, you know, you just don't want any excess drama. I mean, life's too short as it is. So the last thing you want to do 
is leave something unturned. So, I mean, not be up front with it, get it out in the open, get it over with, so that way it doesn't become a, you know, become something worse later. Other Q, what do you think? You you had a, you, you know, you cheated, you got away with it, everything's over, old girl, maybe she moved to China or something, you ain't got to worry about her. Do you uh, follow your conscience and you divulge what happened, or you let sleeping dogs lie? I, I really never believed in lying. So I never put myself in a position where I had to lie. So I, I, I ended up hanging with some dudes early. They were serious truth tellers. So, I mean, like, I had dudes who would say, hey, I got a wife, a mistress, and two kids. They ain't going nowhere. But if you want to hang out, we can hang. That's how. That's the type of dudes I grew up around. That's the way so, to handle it if you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I will say this in, 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 in conjunction. I'm really against – I've been in and out of the swinging life since the late 90s. I, I really am against anybody trying to convince their significant other to get into a fantasy. I think, like, if you really want to do a fantasy, go do it off on your own for the first two or three times and see if you want to do it beyond that. You know, get you a little sexual friend and y'all go do what y'all do. But I think where a lot of people go wrong, they try to convince some others who are not ready to be part of that. And because those people love them, they go on in with it, and then it ends up breaking up their situation. So if you got a fantasy, you know, go 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 rent you a hotel in another county and get you a little, you know, adult friend finder friend, and y'all go do what y'all do on the side. Pretend pretend y'all married. You know, put on prints. Let's pretend we're married. You know, do that. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Agreed. All right. And so agree. there you go. Let me go back to Doc, Dr. Willis. Dr. Willis, mm-hmm. should you ever reveal criminal or immoral family secrets to your significant other? You know, like what? Before you marry <laughs> like or even what? after you get married? No. No, uh, what are we I talking like about? You see, Crystal? Huh? Did you say what are we talking what? about? Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. What, you, what do you mean? Maybe you have an uncle who is constantly in and out of jail for, for stealing. Um, maybe you have a aunt who has been, you know, convicted of you know, pedophilia for having, you know, porn on their hard drive or something. I mean, that's stuff about your family that you reveal to your significant other. So those are your yeah, examples. Don't bring them to Sunday dinner. Hell, they'll hear about it. She's always <laughs> around the damn dinner table. What are you talking about? So what, Dr. Willis? No, I think that a secret is a secret. So um, if it's a secret, I'm not disclosing it to anybody. If it's public knowledge, then, yeah, we can talk about it, you know. But if it's a secret, and that's exactly what it is. Um, so if I've been entrusted with some information, nobody's going to get that information, uh, not even my significant other. And uh, and I do want to uh, hint on that last question real quick, uh, briefly. I think that uh, if you cheat, you're already lying right there. So, and uh, this may not <laughs> win me any friends. I may get some damn hate mail, but if if I cheat, if I've cheated and I got away with it and I ain't got to worry about this female uh, ever again. That is one thing I'm going to hold on tight to. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dis- disclose that, and I'll do everything in my power not to cheat again. 
that that don't make it right. But why am I going to go disclose that and create havoc in my um, household when I've already crossed that line by cheating in the first place? So it makes no sense to um, go and do that. You know, it don't make sense to go cheat in the first place if you're going to go back and, and say something about it. So Two uh, wrongs don't make it right, huh? <laughs> right, right. So, so just, I mean, just going by what the question was, I mean, if I got away with it, I ain't got to worry about her ever coming back and saying anything. That, is, that, that, that was one time I cheated, and she will never know. Dr. Player okay. from the players. All right. On Twitter, Lady E chimed in from Toronto again. She says, when I asked, do you reveal criminal or immoral family secrets? She said, my dad had a DUI in 1987. No. I'm related to Charles Manson. Probably a good tidbit to know. So, that's with her situation. Um, Crystal, what do you think? Um, do you give out any family information? Like, you know, maybe your, you know, if your father was abused your, your mom and went to jail for it, or, I mean, is that anything your significant other really needs to know? Well, seeing as how my family, quote-unquote, are not exactly the closest people in the world, and we're all a bunch of crazies, yeah, I warn him about what he's getting into. <laughs> and, of course, I probably tell him, well, you don't have to worry about it because you'll never see these motherfuckers anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean... <laughs> And as far as, to me, I've learned so much about people, like I was saying, at the family dinner, you know, Thanksgiving, whatever, barbecues, you know, you learn so much about somebody just by listening to the conversation, because everybody's always talking about somebody, then you wait, somebody's going to get drunk and go off. So you're going to learn about it anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, well, oh, I'm sorry, other cue, at black situations, this is what happens. At the others, probably not. You don't hear about it. But in black culture and other ethnic cultures, yeah, we tend to talk. So anyway, and get drunk and talk, and you know, it happens. So just so you're aware of that. But yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I would, to me, it's a part of disclosure of who I am, because where I come from, as far as my family, defines who I am, and why I do the things that I do, or don't do certain things. So, you know, when he's asking different questions about, well, why don't I see any of your family, or where are these people, (laughs) or whatever, um, then, you know, you want to tell them. You want to tell them why, just like any other way. You want to tell them, I really love this person. These people are important to me. I want you to understand that or, or whatever. So, yeah, I, I would tell them. I mean, some of the stuff is just it's just hilarity, you know, <laughs> about your family. But if it defines who you are, then I think you should disclose that because that lets them know what they're getting in for. Okay. Very interesting. All right, and anyone else want to chime in? Do you let your significant other know about criminal or immoral family secrets? Not your secrets, but family secrets. I I just say it like this. All secrets end up causing problems. So if this person is more than just a dating situation, more than just a sexual thing, you need to start cluing the person in on your behavior and mom's tendencies to go left dad's grumpiness and the fact he likes his medicine at six o'clock. I mean, you gotta, I mean, if this person is really an investment for you 
and they really, really that person that's going to be around for quite a while. Is any of that a secret, though? I mean, when I think of family secret, I think it's something that, you know, is, is way deeper than, you know, dad being grumpy, though. You know what I mean? If if it's a family secret, it's not mine, and it's not my, my behavior, my condition, I don't think that you should be disclosing anything that is a secret, you know what I'm saying, uh, unless it's your secret. And if you want to disclose that to your significant other, that's fine. But if it's a secret that was entrusted to you, I, I really disagree with um, disclosing that because I don't see how, you know, my uncle being a pedophile is going to affect my woman. Now, I may have to keep my kids away from that motherfucker, but, you know, I don't see how that would affect my, how that would affect my woman. You know? Here's why I disagree on that is because, like I said, if if this person is an investment, from uh, you know, I, from my standpoint, I, I used to be a counselor. I, I look at it from the standpoint of those type of things end up coming up some way, somehow. And if this person is really your help me or your tag team partner in life, per my, my perspective, you let them know right. the light, lightweight stuff and the super heavy stuff. So that way it ain't no question. But if it's going if it's going to if it's going to reveal itself, it's going to reveal itself. I'm not going to reveal it. You know what I mean? Especially if it if it does not touch her in any way. You know? Yeah, I just, I, me, me personally, I just don't like to do it after something has happened. And then she's like, well, you never told me. You know, uh, nah, I'm telling you everything. But I, I hear you, though. Well, I, I'd rather beg your forgiveness than your pardon because some things, you know, you just don't want to, you know, you just don't want to. Wow, learning you know, a lot about Dr. Bob. Well, you know, <laughs> Dr. Bob is a great liar, man. It's like, don't believe anything he says. No, no, no. It's not a lie. It's not me like that. If you believe it, all right, okay. There's some issues there. I asked the person as possible, but like I said, though, when when you're entrusted with a secret, that's exactly what it is. Now, if if I disclose that secret, then what does that make me then? I mean, you know. A snitch? Does that make you a snitch? <laughs> but it still make you it still make you a liar too though because you you told somebody right, you know, buddy, you who have you killed and where are the bodies buried? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I don't bury bodies. I, I put them on their face. <laughs> wow! I tell okay. you right now, Doctor Woods is not divulging that information. You gonna you're not gonna get it <laughs> right. You see how some okay. ladies fall. You see how some ladies fall for that representative. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, exactly. they get the real. Bobby meat. is the ultimate <laughs> representative. You don't know who the fuck he is. The truth is ugly. Uh, it is. Dr. Willis, I hope you don't keep a diary, man. If so, you better burn it tonight. Leave <laughs> that. Oh, boy. All right. So, last one, last scenario. And um, it's kind of around, centered around crime as well. Should you let your significant other know if you have a criminal record, even if it's just a misdemeanor? And, Buck, I'll go with you. If it's a misdemeanor, hell no. Nah. I mean, I mean, everybody has done some kind of mischief, mischievous shit at some point during their lives. You know, if it happened while you were a kid or something like that, you you know, you did something stupid, 
Now, now, if it's a felony, of course, you need to let somebody know that, um, simply because you just don't want to get yourself involved in a situation where, you know, this, you know, the other person, you know, the one with the criminal record is a loose cannon because um, you can get yourself tied up in the, in the wrong type of situation really quickly um, because you don't know what their tendencies are. You may think, you know, on the front end that they're, you know, all good and whatnot, but then, in, you know, they end up being, you know, damn Jason from Friday the 13th or some shit. So, I mean, you just have to really be careful. So, you know, they out there, you know, they've been to jail, you know, you know, for drugs and all that kind of stuff and been incarcerated for several years or something like that. That's, and, you know, you don't have a criminal record or you have a high-paying job or something like that or high-profile job or something like that, you don't want to get involved with anybody like that. Uh, it's simply because, I mean, you just don't know what you, you know, you're getting into. You know, they say they may be reformed, and then, you know, they'd be fucking nuts when you get a hold to them. So, you know, you just want to, you know, you don't want, you know, you don't want to put your yourself nor your friends or family in danger um, with a situation like that. All right, all right, all right. And... Other Q, what do you think? You got a misdemeanor? Do you disclose it? I, I, I'm telling. I, yeah, I, you know, I, I again back to the truth thing. I, I just leave it all up front. I've done dirt, done the wrong things. I just don't tell my job. Other than that, I, I really don't care who knows. To be honest. Okay. I know Doctor Willis ain't telling. But I'll ask you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just understand me now. I'm, I'm all, like I said, I'm all about honesty. So if it's my, if it's my situation, if it's my, my story to honesty tell, from a distance. <laughs> but listen, no, no. If it's my story to tell, I, I would disclose it. You know what I'm saying? So if if it's yeah. me, if it's whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, if I'm asked, I would disclose. I'm an open book. But at the same time, like I said, I don't tell secrets that are entrusted to me. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, have you been to jail before? No, baby, I haven't. (laughs) Bobby, I'm looking at a mugshot of you. That's not me, babe. Bobby, I'm just like you in his stand, Bobby Willis. That's not me, babe. (laughs) That is not me. Wasn't me. You got to prove it. (laughs) Wasn't me. Go shaggy on it. Yeah, this is to be his theme song for real. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby, I can't wait for you to run for president. Hey, if you didn't come up and touch me, then it sure wasn't me. <laughs> Let me be clear. It wasn't me. <laughs> Let me all right, uh, Crystal, you want to chime in? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't me. <laughs> I, I totally believe in honesty um, with all those situations. But the, you know what? The thing is, nowadays we live in the digital age. So anything you really want to know about somebody, you can find out. Um, you can pay a little money to get you know, some investigative things going, or you can do an investigation yourself. So you can find out, you know, um, it's there for you. It's all written down. It's all public record in a lot of situations, so you can find it. Um, So hopefully a person you're involved with is being just as honest, but, you know, you have to look at them objectively 
and you also have to look at their bodily cues, things that they actually respond to, don't respond to. You know, take a, a really good inventory of who this person is before you actually get married to them. Yeah. So you're supposed to be having all of these conversations. I mean, you really are. And you can bring it up in a comical way. You can be watching a movie. You're like, oh, my God, Eddie Murphy is funny as hell. Hey, have you ever told anybody? Well, that was hilarious. <laughs> you ever done that? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just you can bring things up in all kinds of ways. Um, you can see how they respond to things. You know, and then ask them about it. You know, what, right. what's going on there? Peel the onion. You know, why do you feel that way? And then really get to the root cause of what's going on with you. I mean, if I you agree. really want to be in a relationship with them. You know, the yeah. sad thing, men, men are not that smart to, to be that conniving. We, we, That's true. We kind, of, we kind of take stuff for granted as, as we think we see it. Yeah. And I just think that I think it depends situational. Um, if you got in a fist fight when you were 19 years old over a dude, then yeah, I don't care if you don't tell me. You know, you spent the night in jail or something like that. If you got in a fist fight over a dude two weeks ago, then I probably want to know. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you um, used to eat people and wear their skin, I, I need to know. But yeah. aside from that, I, I really think that is, you know, it's more or less situational. But if it's a misdemeanor, you stole something back in the day, then that's fine. If you stole something last week, I kind of want to know to make sure you're not a kleptomaniac and I don't have evidence in my house. You know, so, you know, that that, you that, know, watch, you gave, that watch you gave me last week really didn't, you know, come from Macy's legally. So. What, you know, what difference does that make? You got it. It <laughs> <laughs> only makes a difference if someone comes looking for it. Wow. Yeah, the only time Why is Eminem to help me out here? Or, no matter. Right. Here in the West Coast, it's always been funny to me to see pretty, pretty ladies put that five-year plan on the dude. Then he come home. She done got the code to the safe, and he, he'd never see her again. Or he come home, and, and it doesn't happen plenty of times out here in Cali where some dude or even woman then came home and their whole house been just garage sailed out. You know, they're like, what the hell? Guess what? That was a that was a inspector gadget type of person you've been with all this time. Yeah, man, you can never be too careful about the long con. Some people are just good at what they do. But all you can do, like Crystal said, is ask the right questions. Do it in, you know, casual conversation. If you're dating someone long enough, then you'll find out what you need to know if you're taking everything seriously. And if you're not getting the information that you need, then maybe that person doesn't want you to know and you should be skeptical. So uh, don't go into a relationship blind. That's all I would say on that. So, all right, move on. A couple quick questions and we'll get ready to wrap things up. Um, I haven't seen... Any of the three Purge movies, I'm I'm way behind on that, but I do plan on watching them. I understand the concept of the movie, and so had some discussion with some people, and we were just kicking around the idea. And first of all, is there anyone else who has not seen The Purge? I proudly say that I have not. Okay. Please. Okay, but you know what it's about. 
Yeah, right. I know what that shit's about. All right. Kind of I'll start with you. Would the purge help eliminate help to eliminate crime in the US? If you had let people just go at it for twelve hours, could it get rid of some of the bad elements that we deal with on a day to day basis? Just one day a year. You know, there was another guy who had this kind of idea. His name was Hitler. And he decided that there certain people shouldn't be able to live anymore, and they that was they need to be they whatever a group of people. That's what you're talking <laughs> about. That's really what the purge is. I mean, you're just letting people go at it, kill each other. So you're like, okay, well, they will wipe out. And let me tell you something: if the purge was actually real. It would not just be, oh, let's just sit back and see what happens. No, 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 no. They're going to make sure that the people that they really want to die, die. Okay? True. They'll put plants in there and have people, you know, kill them. So that's one of the reasons why I haven't watched this, not to mention the fact that I think it's a stupid concept for a story. It's it's really ridiculous, and the direction is stupid. But – and I'm not into those kinds of of movies. There's no depth. It's like porno. But um, I, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's ridiculous. If you want certain people out of the society, there are so many other ways to do that, but it would take too long, of course. If you just want to kill people, they try that again with Australia, and that didn't work either. Um, and then they tried it. Of course, Hitler tried it. And many, you know, I, and, of course, the drugs coming into the inner city, they tried that as well. Is try just wiping people out. Um, I think it's horrible. I think it's a horrible concept, and I don't think it's funny, and I don't think that it is something that should be taken lightly. But whatever, it's you know, it's a movie. Kids love it. Whatever. All right. I don't know if I answered your question, but no. I understand your position, and mm-hmm. Dr. Willis, what do you think? What if, What if they just did it in prison? Would that make a difference? <laughs> Um, I think that well, going with general population like um, just people, I don't I don't think that it would it would make it any better because first of all, you know if you've ever studied or paid attention to how bullies and you know criminals um, um, act in their mindset, the first thing they do is prey on the weak or the meek. So they would probably just wipe out all the people that don't want to fight back or are too scared to fight back. So. Now That's you just have movie. less people and more, and more criminals. So, <laughs> so it's not safer, it's worse. And then at some point, the people who are controlling the games will have to worry themselves because now somebody eventually is going to get smart in that group of um, dumb thugs and they're going to be like, fuck this, let's go get the motherfuckers that's, you know, signing off on this shit and see if, how they like it. So I don't I don't know if it'll get safer or if it'll be better, but I do know it'll be more dangerous. I know my house is not purged ready, so um, that'd be a problem. <laughs> and so I mean, Buck, did you want to chime in on it, man? Any good can come from this whatsoever. Everyone seems to pretty much be against it. Is there anybody you or other Q that think, hey, maybe it can be done in a controlled fashion? That's like that ain't it. it is, there's no, nothing really positive about trying to wipe out somebody or, or anything like that. There's nothing positive about that. I mean, it's no other. You can't really put a 
a decent spin on that or anything else to make it look like, you know, that would be decent. Um, it's just, I mean, I understand the concept as far as the movie goes, but in all honesty, it's some bullshit. They try to wipe out an entire race because you don't like them for whatever reason. Um, I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, if you want to watch it from for entertainment value, that's fine. But you know, you know, to actually try to pull this off is asinine. I don't think anything like that could be controlled. I don't think anything like that would work. But countries I've lived in, like uh, England, Romania, that don't have guns, and you have to resort to fists and knives, you had less opinions and less BS. So the same thing, the purge. No, no, seriously, the same thing the purge is trying to achieve with killing the cowards or or, or the weaker people, getting them up out of here. The same thing is achieved with places that have no guns, because when you get into it with somebody. Trust me, your fist game better be good. Your your knife game better be good, or you better have a sword. So, I always joke in the days of uh, knights and and all that type. If you notice, there was a lot of swords, but not everybody wanted to be a knight. Some people right. were happy being peasants because yeah. that knight stuff came with responsibility. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. So I just think we we really 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 need to go back to the whole fists and knife. And maybe even swords, because a lot of people have too many opinions here in America. Every time I come back into this darn place, man, it's like the weaker people are getting stronger and the strong people are getting tied down. Uh, well, I like opinions. I make my my living off opinions. But <laughs> well, let me ask you this, other Q, because I know you're, you're you're a historian. What about what the Romans did? You know, can you can you get criminals and Dorming in an arena for entertainment, and I'm just, I know this is dark and barbaric, but this is just a conversation that I had among some people as far as um, you know the purge and how some people get entertainment from things that may be dark. Well, well, going back to Crystal's point, all of those people were not criminals. Those were people that some some of them were people they were trying to get rid of. So you know, uh, it it wasn't necessarily. A criminal thing. Some people were born into it. Uh, when you look at even the Olympics, the Olympics was a gay ritual for dating. You know, you had the farm boys come into the uh, 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 Roman uh, city to get mentored. Uh, one of my favorite people, uh, Mark Anthony, was raped repeatedly as a teenage boy. So, you know, some of these things on the outside appear like the purge, like they might work. But they're always, always going to come with complications. But the one thing that I don't think you can complicate is hand to hand, fist to fist, face to face, mano a mano. Okay. All right. Very good, sir. And Buck, you've seen that movie No Escape before, haven't you? Yeah, it's just been a long. And time. With it, for those who haven't seen it, it's a pretty good movie from the '90s where. All of these maximum security prisoners were basically dropped out, dropped off on an island in the ocean by a helicopter, and that's where they lived out their last days on an island away from society. Um, Dr. Willis, should, should we be more focused on maybe deporting criminals as opposed to um, some of these illegal immigrants we claim to be trying to get rid of? You know what? I, I've always been for the idea of exiling. Um, criminals but the problem is that our system isn't fair so so you you know that'll just be a way for them to just start 
uh, you know, exiling people of color and anybody else they don't like, poor white folks and all, the whole nine. So, um, but I think that, you know, if, if we were to ever have a fair system, I think that would be a way to go. It would be less expensive also, you know, uh, just, you know, ship their asses out, you know, set one day aside every other week or whatever on a Thursday, you load up a damn ship and send them fuckers on. But they don't work that way because, you know, the system is biased and there's there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of wiggle room for uh, injustice. But I do agree with the concept. Very true. And for those who haven't seen the movie, No Escape is a really good movie. Um, the people lived on an island. They had to, you know, grow their own food. And, you know, they were maximum security. So it wasn't like, you know, you're someone who got caught shoplifting or something like that. These are repeat offenders who have murdered or raped or something significant of that nature. But uh, what is, anybody else have an opinion on it? Do you think that you can have somewhere to exile maximum security prisoners, people who have no business ever getting out of jail because they just have too lengthy of a track record? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's the same concept in uh, Aliens 3. I don't know if you guys saw that, um, where they were exiled to another freaking planet, you know. So, you know, they were sent away. So, I mean, it's it's the same. It's the concept of getting rid of the the people without uh, the ones who could not be, you know, rehabilitated at at all um, because of chemical imbalances or what have you. But um, it's a slippery slope. See, that's, that's the problem. Uh, these things would work out logically, practically, and on paper, but unfortunately, we're still human. And humans have not evolved enough to do that yet because we would still end up going back to the whole Hitler thing where yeah. people Donald will Trump be put... Yeah, people who would be put into um, these, you know, exiled or, you know, banished kind of things um, who were innocent and who just, they didn't fit into the culture um, of society that they wanted to create, this, you know, utopia kind of a world. Um, and and whose utopia is that? And what does that right. look like? And who, who are those people? And see, that's the problem. We have not evolved enough to do that. So we really and maybe by the get... time that we do evolve, we won't need to do that because we, we're different. You know, we're different, right. different creatures. So if we so. really want to um, make it work, we should exile Congress. Okay. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's not a reasonable to me, Crystal. House and Senate. Let's go. Uh, I'm still trying to find the screenwriter who wrote Aliens 3 so I can shoot him So if there's any information I can get on that Please let me know <laughs> I don't know who the screenwriter was But it was still Ridley Scott So I don't remember uh, seeing Aliens 3 But I'm pretty sure the black dude No, 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 you can't no don't, 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 don't even worry about it You okay don't, I'm pretty sure the black dude can kill first Whoever he was Actually I really liked that one And I love all Aliens The ones that I didn't like was After 3 The one After 3 sucked Aliens versus Predator and all that stuff. Yeah, that was some stupid shit. Then when she comes back, and Aliens 3 ended the way it was supposed to end. 
She mm. died at the end. That was it. That was the end of Alien. But no. <laughs> they had to bring her back. What? You know what, you know, you know what, Crystal. I, I, I would uh, suggest this to you since you like this thing. There's a backstory behind that on YouTube on how they rushed it and how they did all this other stuff. Uh, you should probably check that one out. That's the, the, the backstory about that, how they slammed it together, was utterly ridiculous. To where didn't she was she, didn't she they was do a walk prequel to that? Something Prometheus or something. Yeah, for me, yeah. is another goddamn movie that was really fucking ridiculous. But whatever, we'll see how what? it plays out. Prometheus um, okay, was it was poorly done. They left out a lot of things that they actually put in the original movie that they took out that would have made sense, but they didn't. And I guess they're trying to play it out a little longer, so this whole mystery thing is stupid. So we'll see what happens with the next Prometheus coming up. What? You didn't like Suicide Squad did, uh, either, did you? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to see that next week or so. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick, quick, quick thing on, on, on the topic, though. Um, you know, I, I was on these two policeman shows, and I said this. These private jails are the real reason all these black males are dying, because these, yeah. these officers want to have a mandate from the city council to the police chief Bring me cases. I want people housed in our private jails because when you look on the stock market for a lot of these private jails, and for every city you guys stay in, you got maybe three or four private jails in one county jail that, that the people actually pay for. So when the city council says we guarantee occupancy, and you can go look at that on a lot of these stockholder uh, uh, sheets, how can a city council guarantee occupancy? Well, the same thing is about the No Escape movie. You know, you got people who they they decided to take that Bill Clinton crime bill and make money off of it. Wasn't nobody towing cars prior to that Bill Clinton thing and trying to get extort you to get money back? Wasn't nobody trying to uh, – you got bailed out and they want to hold you until midnight so they can get that extra day of pay from the state? Wasn't nobody doing all that crazy stuff until now we have these privatized jails, but – Lo and behold, our female president will make sure she triples that and brings you black men to heal, finally. Mm. Sound like a political <laughs> statement. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I knew a Trump supporter when I when I hear one. So but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we have two on the show then, right? All right. So I'll go ahead and wrap things up. And as far as the shows, um, no, it wouldn't work because when you have crooks trying to run an activity, it's always going to be bad for the innocent people. Uh, those are the ones who are going to suffer. Like like Dr. Willis says, the weaker are going to get preyed upon. Like I said, my house is not purge-proof. So where do you think they're coming first? They're coming to my house. Uh, and I, I can't have that because I don't like people messing up my carpet. Uh, so I, I think in, in that situation, no, it will never work. The idea about exiling people to an island and let them do their own thing, I would love for that to happen. Yeah, it would be a lot of black and brown people out there on that island. Um, but again, you, you have to have another, people. You want another you have Australia? To have people who are doing the right wow. thing 
who are running that operation in order for it to work. Say what now? You want another Australia? Wow. So, I thought it was a good movie. No, no, Australia. You know, Australia was a was a was where the where uh, Spain, England, and France sent all their prisoners. Yeah, I, I mean, but how, how long ago we're we're talking on that? Um, when where Spain? What the eight? Are we talking eighteen hundreds? Are we going back farther than that? Uh, 16, 16, 17, 15, somewhere in between those three. Okay. But yeah, until Australia start making money, and all of a sudden they want to But yeah, I think just, I, I like the concept. I'm not saying it will work. Cause I, I do believe that prisoners should, you know, grow their own food and, and do that. I, I definitely think they should be into farming and not funding these, these contracts that the private prisons are doing. Um, but I, I think it starts somewhere. However, uh, I know the idea would never work because of, you know, you got to have people on the same page trying to do right. But if you have people, if you can make them self-sufficient, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, all right, we'll go ahead and Nick, well, tomorrow we have zone coverage, 9 p.m. Eastern, talk a little sports, football training camp, get into all that talk about uh, what's going on in the NFL and what's going on in training camps. 9 p.m. Eastern, go to talktoq.com, sign up for the newsletter if you want to keep up with what's going on with the show. Next week, we'll be back next Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, talking current events and maybe another relationship topic. It's been a while since we talked relationships, so I enjoyed doing the scenarios with you all this evening kind of breaking away from the whole Trump-Hillary thing and Black Lives Matter and all that stuff we've talked about over the last month or so. So it'll give us opportunity to become a little different. And, well, I mean, you know, that stuff's important, but I understand that you got to have a break now and then. So we'll go ahead and go with final thoughts and get that out the way. Looks like other Q had to drop off. I will go with Buck. Get your final thoughts, sir. Great show tonight, as always. You know, good to hear everybody's opinions on, you know, all the subjects that we spoke on tonight. I mean, it, you know, it's, um, you know, relationships. I mean, anytime you're dealing with a relationship, you have to be upfront and you have to communicate. Communication is very important. Uh, and uh, a lot of, you know, sometimes people misconstrue things, and when they misconstrue things, that's when things get clouded. So. You know, you really have to be, you know, up front, up front, and, you know, and, you know, on especially a, a lot of the issues that we, all the issues that we talk about. You don't want to, you don't want to a, a, a strange situation where things get jacked up. So, great show, as always. Don't know why I'm fucking echoing, but a great show as always, and everybody enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you, sir. Crystal? Okay, good show. Um, I'm, of course, uh, very happy that you switched it up a bit. I know that all the political stuff is really important, yawn, yawn. But um, I can't even turn on CNN anymore because it's all there is, and I'm sick of it. So it was good to talk about something else tonight, Um, and good to hear from all the other my nemesis. 
uh, <laughs> Bobby and, and uh, cousin Q or whatever oh, other Q. I didn't have my other nemesis on here tonight. I Miss Ray. Uh, that would have been great. Um, but <laughs> but um, good show. So it was, it was fun. I like the way you did it. Was a different scenario. So it was fun to answer. So see you next. Thank week. you very much. I appreciate your input as usual. And Dr. Willis, shut it down. All right. Well, uh, it was fun talking it up with Buck, Crystal, and both Qs, as usual. Uh, thanks for having me on. And um, just want to say that, um, you know, it wasn't me. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, that's his new intro. It wasn't him. It wasn't me. No. <laughs> no, regardless of what you guys heard tonight, please understand I'm all about honesty. But I will not disclose what has been entrusted to me, not even to a significant <laughs> other. As long as it don't affect him. So, um, yeah, I'm hearing side, side tracks, uh, side notes too. What's going on, Q? <laughs> Is he about to shut you down? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, great show tonight And, um, uh, you know, thanks for having me on, man It's always a pleasure chopping it up with you No doubt, no doubt Truly enjoyed tonight's show Everyone did a great job Had a lot of fun Kicking around the topics with you all on the scenarios And, uh, you know, had a lot of participation on Facebook And on Twitter And there was some people in the chat room, too, mixing it up So I appreciate that And, um yeah, some people got some different perspectives on things, uh, which is the beauty of the show. We we always have a different approach, a different angle. Uh, so it's kind of cool. It's almost other Q. I'm to the point I'm ready to call him Ray West Coast. He him, he and Ray are so similar to me with some of their, their views. Just other Q just has a different way of getting to it, more so than Ray. But uh, they're very similar. So it's always entertaining to to hear that dynamic. But, uh, yeah, great show, and I appreciate you all, and we'll do it again next week. See what I can come up with to try to top this. So, again, my thanks to my sponsors for doing their thing, and I want to thank all my show legends for joining in, other Q, the people on Twitter, Facebook. Again, go to talktoq.com. And you can get more information on the show and sign up for the newsletter or like my fan page, whatever it is you need to do to keep up, because this is how we get down every single week. Everyone have a great evening. Peace out. Coming to Chicago this weekend. Windy City. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. This is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it ahead. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. You know, we need more shows like this because... People need as much relationship help out there as they can get.
some of the chat room that I'm going to let each other over here. Oh, that came out, oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Now, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Some women are down for it. You want to be my blog lover. I said some, not all. Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. What up, what up? But what he was saying, some of it, it was ignorant. And I'm going to call it how I see it. Counsel this bitch, I buy enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that? I bring thunder and lightning every single time. Sweet.